Okay, let's do this. As we go into the world of the haters. Don't be hating. Just living the dream. I love that. You know what? I will have some meatloaf. Let's have some meatloaf. You want some? I knew you'd go. Hey, Mom! The meatloaf! We want it now! The meatloaf! What's she doing? I never know what she's doing back there. Hello? You play to win the game. You don't play to just play it. You better lock it up. No, you lock it up. You lock it up. Lock it up. Lock it up. Watson takes a snap, rolls right, looks at the end zone. Hunter and Buck caught it! Touchdown! 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 With a second left, Watson hits Renfro, and Clemson grabs a 34-31 lead and is one second away from the second national championship in school history. It's my pleasure to present the national championship trophy to Coach Davo Sweeney and the Clemson Tigers. The sea was angry that day, my friends. Like an old man trying to send back soup in a deli. Stands head and shoulders over everybody else. He is a world champion on his own. Like he is actually 6'5 with the Afro 6'9. Pretty good dribbler. All you do is dribble. I have to dribble. If I give it to you, you just shoot. You're a chucker. <laughs> That's right. Every time you get the ball, you shoot. I can't believe you called me a chucker. No way I'm a chucker. I do not chuck. Never chuck. Never have chuck. Never will chuck. No chuck. <laughs> you chuck. Barry takes a shotgun snap, back to pass. Here comes pressure, and he's down. Farrell gets him, sacks him all the way back at the eight-yard line. Booyah! That's what we call a sack lunch. Nom, 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 nom. There was a time in this country when sports were revered. But people today, their values are all out of whack. All around the clock, sports all the time. That's the concept of the news. Oh, that's never going to work. Roy Philpott on WCCP 105.5, The Roar. Hey, good afternoon on this Friday, April 21st, 2017. Safe and sound here inside the Blue Ridge Security Solution Studios. 105.5, The Roar, hanging out with Zach. I am Roy and a lot to talk about. 654-7627, the magic number. If you want to talk with us on a sun-splashed, summer-esque Friday afternoon, bring on the weekend, bring on the Indiana Pacers. Oh, my God, what a choke job last night up in Indianapolis. What a choke job by PG-13, Nate McMillan, and the Indiana Scrub Pacers blowing a 26-point lead, 25-point advantage at halftime, all for naught. King James comes back, and here comes the sweep. Here comes the sweep and an egg in the face of yours truly, calling the Pacers by 10-plus. It looked like a stone-cold lock even midway through the fourth quarter, and it still didn't happen. Going to talk about that as we go through the show. NBA playoffs, Clemson-Wake Forest on the diamond this weekend. Uh, another big series for the baseball Tigers. Deeks are playing about as well as anybody in the conference as of right now, 28-11. and 11. A very respectable, if not impressive, 12-6 and six mark in the ACC. They're ranked as high as 17th in the country. Clemson, of course, now inside the top five of all three major baseball polls. Off the heels of the 9-7 uh, to seven win against Georgia in the series loss down in Tallahassee last weekend. So a big series. Tigers have been dominant against the Deeks here. Doug Kingsmore. Give you details on that as we go through the show as well. Going to sprinkle in some college football when we can. Going to sprinkle in some NFL draft when we can. 
And of course, we'd love to hear from you. You can reach out to us on Twitter at Mr. Or24 at Roy Philpot in the text line. 986-1566. Zach, how are we today? How are we doing, man? Just happy to be here. Yeah, you're doing double duty today. Did you do your little morning show today as well? Yeah, we we did threw a little something together from six to nine this morning. Wait, what did you guys talk about today? What was that? Uh, we talked about ESPN 300, you know, the whole one, number one, number three. We talked about Clemson baseball. We talked about the choke job last night. We touched on the NFL draft or, and schedule released last night. Just a lot of stuff happened. You know, it's, it's so funny how the NFL works. And no other sport is it quite like the National Football League. I love it so much. Where, I mean, it, last night was a party. When they release the schedule and you figure out who's doing what and who's going where and where you're playing in the preseason, mm-hmm. like preseason football in the NFL is a really big deal. Well, who are we going to play? Where are we playing? And when do we get our, our two home games? Who are we playing on the road? Are we going to be able to figure anything out? What's happening? The NFL, when it comes to just sheer marketing, has it figured out. They, they've got the market cornered. NBA releases its schedule, Yawn Fest. Major League Baseball, I don't even think that's even close to an event. With the NFL... I mean, you were biting your fingernails last night. It was white knuckle driving. You you were concerned. You were ecstatic. You were all the above, and just like every other fan of any team in the NFL, right? Absolutely. And you know, this morning after dissecting it for the past, I don't know, twelve, eighteen hours, whatever it's going to be now, you're you're pissed about certain things. Wait, wait, what are you mad about? With the I'm New not happy. What are you, what we're are you starting getting? the season in Dallas again, That's week a one loss. again. It's a loss. Hey, they won the last two in Dallas. I know, but it ain't happening. It's on primetime again. We're going to go back-to-back primetime matchups week one and two. They're, for, the, for the entire NFL, the Giants face the most teams coming off a bye over the course of the season. Yeah. Which, what are you doing there? I mean, come right, on. Right, right, right. Uh, other than that, I actually kind of like the schedule with the bye. It's in the middle of the season. And then you have the Redskins on Thanksgiving, which is the NFL saying, we don't care about political correctness we're going to put the Redskins on Thanksgiving <laughs> on prime time. <laughs> Never thought about that. Uh, no, but it's good. So did you watch the the event last night as they released everything? I was more of a Twitter guy trying okay. to just follow it on there, trying, looking for that leaks beforehand, right. trying, to, trying to make that happen. That's very interesting because I think a lot of people do that now, and that's one of the reasons that people are you know, disconnecting with the court and what we've talked about uh, for the last couple of years and just kind of watching things unfold on Twitter. Sometimes it's easier. It's a, it's a neater, it's a, a tidier event. Uh, to follow it on social media. But it's so interesting to me how the NFL has that market cornered compared to the other sports. And I, I guess it's because you don't play every team in the league. Mm-hmm. You play 16 games. There's 32 teams in the NFL. So you don't see everybody. So I, I guess that makes it more compelling. The NBA, you play everybody at least twice, including teams from the opposite conference. Sure. Major League Baseball now with interleague play, you play just about everybody. You don't play every team every year, right? They don't, you, you, you don't play every team every year, right? You play every team in your division every year. Right. Well, of course. And, and then you, you, you rotate divisions and half divisions. Well, but no, other. I mean, you play everybody in your league. Like, if you're in the National League, you play everybody in your league that year. You don't see everybody in the American League. Yes. Yes. Right. Yes. Correct. So, you don't see every single team. Before mm-hmm. interleague play started, it, it, it was awful. You mean to tell me I couldn't ever get a Braves-Red Sox three-game series in the middle of July? Don't talk about the Red Sox. I mean, I couldn't get a Braves. Say their names. A Braves Astros series say, say, in the middle of July. Names. You know? Say their names. I, I want to see that. All rise for Aaron Judge and the Yankees. Before 1997, I could never see a Red Sox Braves series. And now I can. Oh, my God. It's a beautiful thing. Oh, my God. I do have respect for your Yankees. All rise. Um, Judge is, uh, he, he uh, when he gets hot, big <laughs> things happen. 
like eight-game winning streaks that nobody really saw coming after you just get trounced by Tampa Bay in the opening week of the se- uh, of the entire season. I, I like what the Yankees are doing. and uh, People forget Girardi was going to leave him off of the roster to start the season. What? Girardi was going was to sit him down and have Aaron Hicks play right field. Okay, that's that's stupid. But because he's doing well, now Girardi's, oh, he's, yeah, he's a great right fielder. He's going to be a right fielder <laughs> for us every day. Well, thank God. Thank God he's got some brains. I hate Joe Girardi. Why? Oh, I hate him. Oh, I didn't know that. Him and his stupid little textbook he goes to during a game. Have you seen this? No. We, well, like, there's like situations, and then he has them all in a, a binder, like a, a three-ring binder. And for whatever the situation calls for, He'll like think about it, and then he'll go and flip through the book, and like look at the field, look at the players, and then he'll make a decision off of the binder. Oh, it's like all sabermetrics nonsense. That is not good. And yeah, it's just annoying. It's, it's annoying. so weird too because I I've turned the corner, I've turned the page, so to speak, when it comes to these metrics and and all the data that's out there. In terms of Major League Baseball, as it applies to the general shifting of infielders and outfielders based off tendencies of batters, mm-hmm. I'm down. All right, I, I get that. To me, that, that makes it very interesting. And it forces the batter to get out of his comfort zone. And for a guy, let's say, that's played in the majors for six or seven seasons, and he's a pull hitter, and then all of a sudden you've got your third baseman. Let's say he's a left-handed hitter, and you got your third baseman you know, 30 yards off the left field line, just daring the hitter to try to send something to the opposite field, knowing good and well that he can't do it. That's interesting to me. I, yeah, it's starting to reverse the trend, though. What do you mean? Like we've, <laughs> I for I've watched what five or six baseball games in the last week here. I've seen four hitters, cleanup hitters, lay a bunt down against the shift. Against the shift, yeah, and just get a bunt single as a four hitter, right? And they're just bunting to get on now. All right, so they, they send it down the third baseline yeah. and it goes into left field. And it it's like a double. And it's, yeah, it's like a stand-up <laughs> double because no one's within like a hundred feet of it. Like, but, it's but, but see, that's good. So yeah. you, you've got the hitters making those adjustments. I support metrics there when it comes to shifts. Mm-hmm. I, I like that. Anything outside of that across multiple sports, and I, I think we're getting carried away at times. And not that it's going to be a fad because I don't think we're getting away from stats and, and, and mountains of information. I think we got to be prudent in how we decipher it and then how we apply it to what we're actually doing, especially in sports outside of baseball. I, you know, I just it just gets a little unnerving at, at times in this new millennium that that's where this thing is going. And I, I don't know how much deeper we can go with it and have it make sense and have it have it work out in our favor if we're using it a ton. I don't know. I, I I'm old school when it comes to baseball and stuff like right, that. Right, so you 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 don't support it no, as well? Not even a little. Yeah, bit. you're looking the other direction, like yeah, I am. Absolutely. I'll talk more about that coming up later in the show. First pitch tonight, Wake Forest comes to town as we mentioned, six thirty. Pre-game coverage starts at six o'clock here at one hundred five five. The Roar game two tomorrow, four o'clock, three thirty pre-game. Game three Sunday, weather permitting. The weather looks a little dicey Sunday. Temperatures the upper sixties. Rain and storms expected. I think as we get. Uh, into Sunday morning. So I, I don't know if they'll try to switch some things around and try to do a doubleheader. Nobody's told me that. But sometimes that's uh, what they like to try to do to make sure they get in the series. Important, I think, to finish this series this weekend, given the close proximity of these teams in the ACC standings. Again, Wake's 12-6. and six. Clemson comes in at 14-4, and 31-7 overall. I'm never a fan of playing 54 or 55 games when you should be playing 56 because of a stupid rainout. So I'm sure they'll be fairly aggressive uh, in trying to get that third game in. But that could be something to kind of pay attention to what's going on uh, on social media uh, via Clemson's official sites. And, and of course, uh, with us here at 105.5 The Roar, they'll try to switch some things up if that weather 
is supposed to be uh, fairly hideous later on this weekend. And, and by most accounts, it sounds like it is. It is a promotional day over the ballpark today, this Friday, today, tonight. Baseball trading cards. The first thousand fans receive player trading cards, part of a set for the entire roster, mm-hmm. which is kind of cool. We we talked about baseball cards earlier this week. Yeah, you told me. Uh, we, we did it for like, I don't know, 30 or 45 minutes just talking about the cards that we collected growing up. What was your best card? I had a Don Mattingly rookie that I was very fond of. I had a Wade Boggs rookie okay. that I loved. And Mark McGuire. Mark McGuire was the big one when I was kind of growing up. Dude, I love Mark McGuire. I mean, who didn't love? That, the summer of 98. I was oh, yeah. really young. Yeah. But I still remember like my dad reading the paper and telling me about Sosa and McGuire going home run for home run during the whole summer. I mean, it was all a farce, but it was great at the time. Yeah. And it, it, it won me back. You know, when they went on strike in 94, it wasn't the same for me for about two or three years. Mm-hmm. That kind of won a lot of us back, even though it was all based off performance-enhancing drugs. But I'm talking about McGuire when he was just a rookie. So you're telling me your your prized possessions in those is McGuire rookie, a Maddingly rookie, and a Wade Box. Yeah, and I only had the one Maddingly rookie, but I had probably six or seven McGuire rookies. Like I had the the rated rookie Donruss card, the Tops mm-hmm. card. He's he's wearing the neon green Oakland Athletics uniform. Um, I think I had a Fleer one, too, where it was like a close-up of them. I still have those somewhere, I, I think, in my house. I have. But those were prized possessions, yes. I have three cards left. I, th- I sold the rest of them. I don't sold. Even care. But at a garage sale, penny apiece, go nuts. I have a King Griffey rookie. Yeah. I have a Derek Jeter rookie in a Yankee uniform and a Derek Jeter rookie in the AA Trenton Thunder uniform. The Trenton Thunder. Yeah, this was right before he got called up. It's like 94? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And they're just they're they're tucked away for a rainy day. Are they worth anything? They will be probably later down the road. Yeah. Maybe the Thunder one, to be honest. But I don't think uh, I don't think other ones are going to matter. Yeah, all my cards. I, I don't know that they're worth a ton either. But it was fun to kind of walk down memory lane earlier this week and reflect on what it was like growing up. And Ben was a big card collector as well. When there wasn't a ton of cable television and every single game was was available there at your fingertips, there wasn't uh, really Sports Center or anything like it at the time, the mid to late 1980s. That really didn't exist. You had highlight shows maybe once a week. Sure. There was this week in baseball every single Saturday. And so if you wanted to watch baseball then, it was the Braves or the Cubs. Those were the only national networks where you could really watch what was going on. And then otherwise, you had to wait until the next day, get the paper, read the box score, check out the standings, and see what was going on. It's, It's a totally different era compared to what it is now. So baseball cards, I think then, were more important or they held a more important significance, I think, in the minds of, of most, most uh, you know, kids growing up or even adults that like to collect because it just wasn't as mainstream as, as it is now with, you know, just the complete and total saturation sports world that we live in. So um, Ben and I had some fun with that uh, this week. And maybe we'll talk a little bit more about that today. If you want to talk with us, 654-ROAR, going to talk some college football, the conclusion of spring practice, looking ahead to this uh, 2017 football season. Rule changes to tell you about in college football as well. We didn't get to it yet this week. Probably do so today. And a lot more across all of those fronts. Talks about NBA playoffs coming up. Did you watch the Pacers-Cavs last night at all? Did you see any of that? Did you uh, see any? I need you to say yes. Yes. It was 74-49 to 49 at halftime. Mm-hmm. Lance Stevenson is just talking more trash than any player in the history of the association. He's got the crowd going crazy. He's got everybody standing up, clapping their hands, feeling the Pacers' fever. I'm not really sure what happened after that. 
I want to talk about it coming up. The other playoff series coming up this weekend. Uh, a couple of compelling series to get into. Uh, Zach's getting a little edgy over there, I can tell. We'll see what's on his mind coming up as well. 654-7627. Very busy Friday afternoon. Back with more after this. Hi, this is Coach Dabo Sweeney. You know, when it comes to buying or servicing a vehicle, I always choose Toyota of Easley for their great selection, affordable prices, and outstanding customer service. Toyota of Easley is a family-owned business, and in all the years I've been a customer, I've always been treated like family. I encourage you to visit Toyota of Easley if you're looking for a new or pre-owned vehicle or in need of service. Toyota of Easley is all in, and their name means a great deal. It's that time of year. Summertime is creeping in and you panic while looking at your yard. McNeely's Store and Rental is here for you with Steel Dealer Days April 7th through May 28th. Take an extra 10% off non-sale items. Come out April 28th through April 29th for deals and food provided by Palmetto Smokehouse. Demo new steel battery-powered line products. You heard that right. This is not your grandpa's chainsaw. McNeely's Store Rental, 980 Tiger Boulevard in Clemson. Complete Nutrition just released the most effective weight loss product we've ever created. Plus, it comes with a free 21-day step-by-step program to follow. And we guarantee you success. If you lose more than 21 pounds in the first 21 days, see Complete Nutrition to adjust your plan. Healthy weight loss should not exceed a couple of pounds per week. Find Complete Nutrition in Greenville on Woodruff Road, in Spartanburg on East Blackstock Road, and in Anderson across from the Harbor Inn on North Main. If you or a loved one is struggling with drug or alcohol addiction, call Addiction Recovery now at 864-520-5126. Our trained addiction specialists are available 24-7, and all calls are free and confidential. Your insurance may cover 100% of all costs, so call now. We work with top accredited facilities across the country for any kind of addiction and age group. So let Addiction Recovery now find the best option to fit your needs. Call now at 864-520-5126. Everyone has someone in their lives that could use a little surprise, a little pick-me-up. You want to deliver those smiles, but who has the time? School, work, and more. Try Urban Nirvana's online gift certificate. Buy and print it right from your own computer. A great way to treat your wife for making all those tailgate preparations. Your college student for all the hard work. Or mom, just because. Online purchase and print from your computer. Only at urbannirvana.com. I'm Blake Smith. It's a frightening reality that medical errors are the third leading cause of death in America. This doesn't account for the thousands of other incidences of medical malpractice. However, you don't have to feel helpless and alone. We have the knowledge to help you. If you or a loved one have been injured, you have rights that need to be addressed and discussed. Call our firm, Parham Smith & Archenhold, for a free consultation at 864-242-9008. That's 864-242-9008. It's deer season at AgPro, where buying a John Deere tractor couldn't be easier. That means you'll find a great package deal on the John Deere 25 horsepower 3025E, complete with loader, frontier box, rotary cutter, and trailer, only $20,999. Plus, this tractor is backed by a six-year powertrain warranty, only at AgPro, where we're strong on making tractor buying simple and affordable. Stop by our three South Carolina locations, including our new store in Anderson, or visit agproco.com for more. Offer it's May 1st, 2017. Some restrictions apply. See dealer for details. 650,000 hours, whichever comes first. See the limited warranty for new John Deere Truck Utility Equipment at dealer for details. 
Hey, this is Joseph from Local Q, inviting you to come try our famous house smoked wings. Tossed in our signature barbecue rub, these wings are sure to leave an impression. Pick between any of our 10 sauces, including a blueberry chipotle barbecue, coconut curry, and inferno for the daring. We also offer great lunch specials Monday through Friday, 11 a.m. to 3 p.m., and a unique brunch menu Saturday and Sunday from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. Visit us at 30 Orchard Park Drive, Suite 7, or online at www.localq.com. Remember, Local Q is 21 and up at all times with a valid ID. Excuse me, can I help you find something in the grocery store today? Oh, yes. I'm looking for Lemon Lemon. Oh, well, lemons are in our produce section, oh, so... Oh, no, not lemons. Lemon Lemon. It's a new sparkling lemonade. So Lemon Lemon is a beverage. With no artificial flavors and no artificial sweeteners. Okay, let's check the beverage aisle. And it only has 70 calories per can. Oh, here it is. New Lemon Lemon Sparkling Lemonade. Now I'll just pour some in this glass. That's amazing. What, that we found the Lemon Lemon Sparkling Lemonade? No, that you thought to bring a glass of ice to the grocery store. I'm like that. Get the feeling of summertime all the time with new Lemon Lemon Sparkling Lemonade. Middays means three great hours of sports talk on the Roy Philpot Show. If I may proffer a suggestion in bars all across this great nation of ours, Thursday night is ladies' night. Which means as the evening progresses, we will get better looking, courtesy of 99-cent margaritas and two-for-one jello shots. And now, back to Roy and Ben on WCCP 105.5 The Roar. All right, first hour of the show continues. Brought to you by Loco Mart, 480 Old Greenville Highway. Go by, get the best prices. Fill up a gas tank this weekend. Right across the street from Bojangles, convenient to campus. Open until midnight, always student-friendly. They got craft beer over there at Loco Mart. A lot of local celebrities hang out over there. I heard Plyler frequents uh, Loco Mart. Can you confirm that for me? Does he go to Loco Mart? I think he goes to Loco Mart, I mean, amongst other Oy. local establishments. I'm not but- quite sure if it's Loco Mart. I'm sure he stopped by on occasion. I do. It's do best prices. Best prices on gas. Place to be. Loco Mart. Under new management. 480 Old Greenville Highway. Go by and see him right across the street from Bojangles. And uh, craft beer. Heck, I know the uh, the big man back there likes some craft beer. Don't you? <laughs> hey, a little IPA for you? Listen, you, uh, you've turned me on to the craft beer scene. That's all you, big man. That's you. Go by and see him. Our good friends at Loco Mart. 654-7627. The phone number is 654-ROAR. Get a couple of phone calls in here. Going to talk some NBA playoffs, some college football. JR in Greenville is up with us first today. Hey, JR. How's it going, Roy? Going well, my friend. Hope you're doing well. Good. I, I called in because I heard the little baseball card thing. My favorite personal item that I own of the baseball card variety has to be that I have the whole set from the 91 and 1992 Greenville Braves. Obviously, you know a lot about that team already. I don't have to say. You got Chipper and all the legends. So those are some things that are, I'm sure, rare to people who, you know, aren't in Greenville. But uh, I liked hearing the little baseball baseball card talk. It kind of brings back some good memories. But my main point in calling in today was uh, going down to the Georgia spring game in Athens tomorrow. I'm not really one that reads into that kind of stuff much. I I could really, you know, I'm just going to go to Athens. But uh, I was just wondering your take. Mm-hmm. What do you think a reasonable expectation is for the dogs this year? And what do you think is our, you know, key area of improvement? I just want to get your two cents. I, I think I've missed um, – I know you've had some of the Georgia guys on – I'm sure, in the spring, but I've missed those times. So I just wanted to hear your take on that and uh, share your thoughts. Because my expectation is 10-2. and two. 
I don't expect I, I never expect to beat Florida. I'll that's just kind of I'll believe it when I see it. So just wanted to hear your take on that and uh yeah, go for it. All right, JR. We appreciate it. We'll give it to you offline. Thank you for the call and uh certainly safe travels down to the classic city this weekend. I think it's gonna be pretty good weather for the annual G Day game. They had some ninety thousand fans there last year for year one under uh, Kirby Smart. And I'm sure that it will be well attended this year. If we're talking about expectations, and that has been somewhat of a theme on this show this week, uh, especially as it pertains to Clemson and maybe a little South Carolina, you have to start by looking at the schedule, which we'll do. But I think when you're talking about cleaning things up with our friends down in Athens, defensively, you've got to tighten up the ship a little bit. And, And, you know, the talent, I think, is there. The second year in this system is generally where you're going to see some growth, where maybe in the red zone they're a little bit better, maybe in terms of open field tackling they're a little bit better. I mean, it's such a weird year last year for the Dogs. You lost to Vanderbilt at home. Florida crushed you again. and I mean, you were close to getting to you know maybe nine or ten regular season wins, but when you lose to Vandy at home in a given season, Zach, that leaves just a really bitter taste in your mouth. Like, Really? This is what we are now in Athens, where we lose to Vander freaking Bill. That's rough. So his ten and two comment does that does that ring in with you, or is this a, a reaching for the stars comment? All right, well let's think about it for a second. Sure. Because App State comes to town in week one. <laughs> stop! Stop! No! 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 You've always been an App State guy. Hey, they took Tennessee, the preseason favorites in the SEC East last year, to overtime hey, in Knoxville in week one. Frankly, they should have beat Tennessee. They should have beaten them. Yeah. Appalachian State should have beat Tennessee last year. Okay. Keep beating that, Joe. <sighs> All right. I, I think you handle App State, but it'll be something like, it, it'll be, people walk away from that game and say, oh, crap, man, here we go. Yeah. You, know, you know what that game will be? It'll be like 30 to 17, <sighs> you know? It, it, 31, 16. 30 to 17, but like, like 14, 7 and a half. Yeah. Something crazy like that. Something like that. Something like that. I I believe Taylor Lamb is back at App State. That's a veteran quarterback that will not be intimidated on the road against a team like Georgia. So, he he just kind of... What are you laughing at? You're going to talk yourself into this. No, 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 no. no, no, You talk yourself into them beating Tennessee to open the season last year. I almost did. Yeah, like you were... But but what happened in that game? You were right there. Okay. That's what I'm saying. All right, so, so Georgia beats Appalachian State... In more convincing fashion than what Tennessee did last year. All right, they beat him in, in four quarters. But hey, give me a, give me an early point spread game. See if you can pull a point spread up. See if somebody's got a line on that. Nothing like a little Friday gambling. That's right, right. <laughs> <laughs> Thirty to 16, 30, 17, something like that game. Uh, then you're at Notre Dame. You get Samford at home, not Stanford, but Samford. So that's a win. You get Mississippi State at home. That Mississippi State game will be. About like what the Georgia Vanderbilt game was last year, except Georgia probably wins. Hey, that that game would be like eighteen to seventeen, where Mississippi State challenges, but they're not good enough to beat the Dogs in, in Athens. So you, you got to go through the schedule and kind of match it up. You're at Tennessee, who beat you on a hail mary last year, and I, I don't believe in Tennessee this year. I guess that's a win. You're at Vandy, that should be a win. I guess you lost to them last year at home. You know their defense is going to be good. That's going to be another one of those games where it's like twenty to seventeen. Missouri at home should be a win. Florida's probably a loss until you beat the Gators, JR. I'm not going to predict you to beat the Gators. South Carolina at home, that should be a win. You know what our first game of the season is? What? 
Portland State at BYU is the first college. Is that, is that down in like Hawaii or Australia or something? Hawaii and Massachusetts. It's this. That's rough. Right. You're at Auburn second week in November. That's probably a loss at this point. And then Kentucky. Let me float this out there for a second. Uh, you ready for this? Yeah. Always. Could the Georgia Kentucky game decide the SEC East this year? <laughs> Think about that and, and call me crazy. Could the Georgia Kentucky game? As of this April, 21, 2017, this contest to be played some eight months from now. Mm-hmm. Could the Georgia-Kentucky game decide the SEC East? There are people out there that believe that UK is a legit contender in the SEC East this season. Are you one of them? I am one of them. Are you I really? am one of them, yes. So the 35,000 people of the spring game sold you on the program. Is that how the many were there? 35,000. Bring it. Don't sing it. Yeah, baby. man. Go Big Blue. So... I'm believing in Kentucky. At Georgia Tech to end the year. I see a loss at Auburn. I see a loss against Florida. I think at Georgia Tech and at Notre Dame are toss-ups. The Tennessee game and Vanderbilt game, you're just trying to get out of this, that state at 2-0, and, and you probably will, Jr. but it ain't going to be pretty. So Georgia's going to probably be one of these teams Sitting there in mid-October, at either five and one and six and zero, or six and zero, and they're going to be, you know, ranked number eight or nine, and people are going to be saying the dogs are back. And it comes down to what you do against Florida. Can you get past the mental obstacle that is Jim McElwain? Maybe Malik Zaire could be transferring down to Gainesville. I don't know. And the Florida Gators. That game in Jacksonville. Saturday, October 28th, will probably dictate the overall fortunes of your season. JR said 10 and 2. I see more like 9 and 3, but a step in the right direction. And Zach, 9 and 3 could be good enough to win the East. And let's be honest with ourselves Georgia's going to be picked to win the East. You're going to be picked to win the East. They should be. I mean, who else would you pick? I mean, talent wise, Kentucky, they're, they're the best team. Tennessee, Florida top. again. Florida going to be picked to win the East. They've won it the last two years under McElwain. Don't push me on this Kentucky thing because I'll pick them. We'll, we'll go down the Kentucky road if you want. I don't think they've ever won the East, have they? No. No. I don't think they've ever won it. No. Have they ever won it? Not to my knowledge. Triple check that for me. I don't think they ever did. How Mummy was there in the air raid offense, they're tossing the pill all over the yard. and They're putting up like 600 passing yards per game. They couldn't run it. They're giving up points and bushels. But they would play basketball games on turf back in 1998 up in Lexington. And that's really what they would do. But they, they they had a brand. They'd win eight games. They'd be a tough out for Carolina, for Florida, and for everybody else in the East. And every once in a while, they'd upset somebody. But they built their brand. It, it's not quite like that right now, but they've recruited better. And, and you know, they kind of got it going a little bit. And if there's ever a year where you could sneak up and maybe do it, this could be that kind of season. If you're a Carolina fan, you're just you're so mad at yourself right now because there have been so many opportunities this decade to probably win the East, and you just didn't take full advantage of it. You really couldn't do it. You got anything back there for me on Kentucky winning these? Have they ever done it? They do it maybe in the late 90s once. What do they do? When were, have they been the East their whole time? Like, has it been? Yeah, they started uh, the SEC when it added South Carolina and Arkansas in 92, I believe split into the two divisions, okay. developed the conference championship game, and Kentucky was in the East then. Well, they have them listed as conference champions for the SEC in 1950 and 76. There you go. That's it. All right. They've never won the East. No. They won the, the league yeah. in the infancy stages, I, I guess, is the best way to frame it. But they've never won the East. 
Maybe they could win the East this year. Got a three-game win streak against those Gamecock friends of yours. Do they? Yeah. UK yeah. does? Yeah. Kentucky has? <laughs> three-game win streak. Are you streak. kidding me? No. Are you kidding me? Spurs up, brother. Oh, I didn't know that. Three-game win streak. They've lost 30 in a row to Florida, but they got a three-game win streak against <laughs> South Carolina. 30 in a row? It's 30. Holy crap. <laughs> wow. All right. We answered JR's question like this before we get to the playoffs and some Clemson football conversations here. Georgia's schedule, in my estimation, is built for about nine and three. Kirby Smart, I think, is a good enough coach to where they will be better than what they were last year. Okay. All right. They'll be better than what they were last year. With what you see in the eye test and with what their final record is. However, I don't think it's going to be the picture of perfection. There's going to be moments where Jacob Eason plays like Jacob Eason did last year. Can you trust them? I, no, I don't trust their offense. That's the big problem. I think defensively they're going to improve. They're still going to run the ball. I mean, Chubb is back. Uh, Sony Michelle, I guess, is back for year number 18. He's like Malcolm Mitchell. <laughs> you know, He's on the Roy <laughs> Philpott six-year extended collegiate plan, which is great. All of you should be on that plan. I don't know what you're doing. Zach, go back to school. You ready to go back to school now? Yeah, I'm looking at, looking at it. <laughs> I got to get back in there. I, I warned you. I warned you last minute. Like, dude, what are you doing? This do you want to graduate? <laughs> the real world can wait. Oh, absolutely. You go and stay in school. Absolutely. You get all the degrees. Yep. You live off mom and pop as long as you possibly can. All the crap of the real world yep. can just, yep. you put it you put it away. It'll still be there waiting for you when you get done. Yeah, I'm here. I'm with you, man. I'm, I'm I'm back. Let's get out. Yeah. Yeah, Georgia can run the ball. I don't trust Jim Chaney as an offensive play caller. And, and, and JR, that's one of my big concerns in Athens. And I think if you talk to a Daniel Shirley or a Dean Leggy, as we have done the last couple of weeks, if you listen to what they say, the underlying tone is, they, that, that guy needs to be better. And, and one of the things Georgia has done in spring practice this year is... They've gone to more spread concepts, it sounds like. And they're going with more tempo-based offense, it sounds like. Will that carry over in the regular season? I hope so. For Georgia's sake, I hope so. Don't they recruit specifically for the pro-style offense? They, they have, and that was one of the reasons, honestly, that Jacob Eason wanted to go there. Even though he was more up-tempo up in Washington in high school, it was more under center, you know, yada, yada, yada. But they, they got to get away from that, man. I, I You're not Bama. This team screams 8-4. and four. All right. I'm going, I, I would say this, nine and three losses at Auburn definitively to Florida and Jacksonville and somewhere else, probably Notre Dame in week two, probably. That 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 game is so, I, I couldn't tell you what to expect in that game. Vegas probably can't tell you what to expect in that game. But I would go losses at Auburn, Florida, Notre Dame. And if you escape South Bend with a win somehow, then I would say, you know, you get tripped up either at Vandy or Tennessee. Vanderbilt has built something there defensively. They've built something there defensively. Don't let Vandy get hot. I'll tell what? you right now. <laughs> <Stop>. <laughs> don't, don't, don't give me the Derek Anchors away, <laughs> baby. Oh, my God. No, I mean, I, I say nine and three. You know what? Let's go losses. You're going to lose one in the first month. I don't know where. Maybe either at Tennessee or at Notre Dame. You lose against Florida and Auburn. And, and then that Georgia Tech game on the road. I mean, yeah. That's a four-loss team, man. <sighs> Shoot, that might be a five-loss team. No, no, no. Seven no. and five? I, I, no, no. 
No, I, I'm going nine. I and mean, three. you're going bowling. No, I'm going nine and three. I'm going nine and three, and, and you're in the Outback Bowl against Iowa. Well, you know, and, and you know, great I, Outback Bowl against Wisconsin. Uh, Outback Bowl against Northwestern, and you know, maybe you win that one. Maybe and that's the second consecutive season that you're under ten wins after you fired a guy that would always get you ten wins. <laughs> Were you a Mark Rick guy? I wasn't not a Margaret guy. I feel like he's a better coach than Kirby Smart. I don't know about that. Maybe. If he's doing go, a nice job at Miami they right go now. Eight and four. Right. And they make the but You're rebuilding. Goal. You're rebuilding. That eight and four would be one more win than what you had last that year. That seat's season, gonna be a little bit warmer going into the following season. Maybe. For old Kirby. Maybe. Give me your losses then for the dogs. At Notre Dame, that's you think a they loss. Lose? That's yeah. a loss. At South Penn's tough game. All right, all right. At Tennessee? That's a loss. At Vandy? That's a win. Okay. At Auburn. You lose that, and then you lose to Florida. Those are my losses. All right, it was, it, so they're, they're going to win at Georgia Tech. They'll win. They'll, you, you're going to stop the triple option. beat the Yellow Jackets, yeah. You're going to beat the Yellow Jackets. Oh, yeah. You're spitting in the face of Paul Johnson right now. He didn't like it. He didn't like it at all when you do that. Hey, he does not, but I will do it again in a heartbeat. Six five four seven six two seven. Back with much more after this. R&R Golf Carts has two locations to serve you in Seneca on the Bypass 123 and in Anderson on Clemson Boulevard. R&R, the only easy-go and bad boy off-road factory authorized dealer serving Oconee and Anderson counties. R&R is family-owned and operated with 28 years of experience. Right now, EasyGo has 0% interest for 48 months, so get your new EasyGo Golf Cart today. Their website is www.rrgolfcarts.com. Go Tigers! As a business, you want a clean facility for your customers, your staff, and your guests. Turn to the best in the industry, Jan Pro. You are hiring a company whose staff is certified, not just trained. They're insured and bonded, and they go through an intense five-week certification program. They're local business owners growing the local economy, and they can do more than just cleaning. You'll be more than satisfied with the Jan Pro team on your team. You'll be amazed. Call Jan Pro today at 458-3053. Nothing says spring and summer like the enticing aroma of food on the grill. Craft Stove Store and Patio is here to help you get your grill on. For the past 37 years, Craft Stove Store and Patio has been the upstate's grilling headquarters. Charcoal grills, gas grills, and smokers. Craft Stove Store and Patio has the selection to set up with your perfect grill and a large supply of big green eggs. Craft Stove Store and Patio, 3002 Wade Hampton Boulevard. Craft Stove Store and Patio. You know, there's never been a better time than now to buy from George Coleman Ford, where trucks cost less than Traveler's Rest. For example, a brand new Ford F-150 V8 Crew Cab with Chrome Package, $47,950 MSRP. Sale price right now at George Coleman Ford for just $36,950. That's $11,000 off MSRP on this 2016 F-150. And remember, there are never any dealer fees at George Coleman Ford. Serving you for over 85 years and four generations. George Coleman Ford, for the ride of a lifetime. Must finance through Ford Motor Company credit. Offer good through April 30th. It's the final days of Mattress Firm's once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. It's your last chance to save up to 70% off Tempur-Pedic and Sealy. Plus, take up to $2,000 off floor models from Sealy, Tempur-Pedic, Hampton and Rhodes, and others. We're liquidating every Tempur-Pedic and Sealy in stock to make room for the next generation of innovative sleep products. Only at your local Mattress Firm while supplies last. For offer details, visit mattressfirm.com circulars. Product offer and prices may vary in Hawaii. 
CMH Services has again been recognized as an MVP dealer by the material handling industry's leading trade organization, MHEDA, for five consecutive years. In earning the award, CMH Services demonstrated excellence in the areas of industry advocacy, customer service and safety, business networking, continuing education, and business best practices. Get award-winning material handling solutions at CMH Services. Call 800-922-9569. That's 800-922-9569. I'm a donut nut, I'm a donut nut, I'm a nut for Krispy Kreme. Hi, I'm Glenn Reese with Krispy Kreme Donut Company in Anderson and Spartanburg. We're open 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Drop by for a delicious donut and a cup of coffee, pick up a box for your business or church meeting, share them with family and friends during a time of need. Call Spartanburg and Anderson Krispy Kreme. I'm a donut nut, I'm a donut nut, I'm a nut for Krispy Kreme. If you have problems with the IRS, don't trust your personal information to a stranger on the other end of a 1-800 number. The Green Law Firm is local and looking out for you. For a free consultation, call 271-7940. 271-7940. Energy evaluations are a great way to educate yourself on where your home is leaking energy. At Dr. Energy Saver, they educate homeowners. That's why they provide you with a customized energy-efficient plan for your home. After running a series of tests, you'll receive a detailed and prioritized list of improvements, which will save you the most money. Energy updates that pay for themselves. Call Massey's Dr. Energy Saver today for a free energy evaluation. 844-291-9900 or theroaroffer.com. The Bojangler Fish Filet Sandwich is back. For a limited time at participating restaurants, try the Bojangler Fish Filet Sandwich. Bojangles, it's Bojangler time. Phil Pot on WCCP. I can see if I want anything done around here, I gotta do it myself. And now, back to Roy and Ben on WCCP 1055 The Roar. I got the dogs at about nine and three. I got the dogs, Outback Bowl. What's the other bowl down there in Orlando where you're getting because you're going to Florida in December. The Camping World Bowl? Yeah. yeah. It, it may be a little overrated. 654-7627, our number, 654-ROAR on the Northland Communication phone lines. Uh, give us a buzz. Anything, everything on our agenda today. NBA playoffs coming up later. Clemson baseball coming up later. Uh, Tigers and Deeks this weekend. You know, 9-3. and three. Maybe you beat Georgia Tech this year in that final game over in Atlanta. It seems like the dogs play better against the Jackets in the ATL. I don't know why. Paul Johnson in, in Athens, different beast over there, man. He kind of he kind of grabs some of the shrubbery over there on the sidelines and, you know, boasts around there after upsetting the dogs again like they did last year. But, you know, nine and three. Nine and three. Maybe you beat Georgia Tech. I'll see you in Tampa. And, and, and then you're playing Wisconsin down there in a game, one of these Big Ten teams that lull you to sleep. And it's 17-17 in the fourth quarter. Eason throws a pick. You know, that team goes up by a field goal. And you got a chance to win it and, and maybe get to 10 wins by the end of the year. That, that's Georgia next year. That's exactly what the dogs are. Write that one down. Punch your ticket here on this one. April 21st, 2017. Georgia's season mapped out by yours truly. You disagree with me. The only thing you're disagreeing with me there is that they probably lose another game. I, I don't think they, they make it to that 10-win plateau. They, they don't get it there. They're an eight, maybe a nine-win team, including the bowl game. 
They lose that bowl game to Wisconsin. Wisconsin kills them. Uh, is it Wisconsin or Iowa? Or, oh, yeah. It's one of those teams. One of those teams. <laughs> Maybe like a Minnesota sneaks Min- in there oh, or some Minnesota. crap like that. The Minnesota Golden Gophers. <laughs> the right? Gophers the, out the of nowhere. Gophers. Where do these guys come from? Nah, they, got the, they got P.J. Fleck now as the head coach. Right? Yeah. So, I mean, Minnesota. Roll the boat. <laughs> Row the boat. 654 Roar Thirsty Mangus on a Friday. Good afternoon, my friend. Roy, I have a question. Yep. Do you know who Steven Johnson is? Steven Johnson. Steven Johnson? I don't. Do you know who Kyle Shermer is? Kyle Shermer. Did he used to play catcher for the Cubs? Those are the quarterbacks at Kentucky. (laughs) (laughs) Yes! You know know what's significant about those two guys? We don't know who they are, and they both stink out loud. And they both had a higher quarterback rating than Jacob Easton. Oh! Oh! oh, oh <laughs> shots fired! <laughs> so, call Dean Leggy, you know, Paige People's Champ. You know, they might get a Big Ten opponent in a bowl game, but it's going to be Northwestern in the Birmingham Bowl. <laughs> oh! <laughs> if you could pick one quarterback in the East, who would it be, Roy? I can answer that. It'd be Jake Bentley. You know, if you could pick a running back with a higher yards per carry than Chubb or Michelle, you'd probably pick Rico Dowdle. And I don't – does George even have wide receivers? I mean, <laughs> Hines Ward graduated like three decades ago. So, save it, Roy. Have a great weekend. You too, buddy. I mean, Malcolm Mitchell still plays football down in Athens. That, oh, no, he actually – he won a championship with the Patriots last year. He was actually fielding questions about the death of Aaron Hernandez yesterday at the White House. Oh, it's one of the most awkward sequences I've ever seen in the history of press conferences. Your boy Thirsty Mangus is, is uh, new to Twitter, as I understand. But he's rolling right now. He's he, got it rolling. I've, I, I bruised the old Twitter feed. Yeah. He gets to that line. He toes that edge. <laughs> And I appreciate it because yeah. <laughs> I can't do that as as someone as 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 at the station. I can't do it, but he uh, he does it, and I really do appreciate it. No, I do too. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a good follow, and, and I gave him the follow about a week ago. It's good stuff, good stuff, good phone calls there. Six five four seven six two seven, a six five four roar. Final segment here of our first hour. Uh, some more college football coming up. I dogs probably nine and three going to uh, you know mid tier bowl, Florida bowl. I don't think they're going to a New Year's Six Bowl or anything like that. And until Jim Chaney gets his little act together, we've got to uh, to figure things out. Is Jake Bailey the best quarterback in the SEC East? No, I, you know, Easton's got the higher upside. Kevin says on the text line, is that like your Pacers-Cavs pick last night? It's not my fault they choked away the 25-point lead. Hopefully you got in on the first half with that action hey, last yo, night. Sweet hot take, man. That was awesome. <laughs> hey, but but we backed that up with the Bucks over the over the Raptors. Huge. Huge. Yo, how much do you want to see the Greek freak and LeBron go at it in oh, a series? Oh, absolutely. You know? And that's, that's probably going to happen. That's probably going to happen. Probably? You're still holding on to the Pacers. No, no, I'm saying from the you know Bucks still have to they got to beat Toronto. They're up two to one. They'll take care of it. Toronto. Toronto is not a playoff. They're not a, a threat right. in the East for no, me. No, I, I not agree. at all. I agree. Um, we'll get more of that coming up. And, and Kevin, well, well struck there on the text line. But I mean, the analysis was there. The Pacers they had a 26 point lead in the second half and coughed it up. I can't even look at you because of that take was so hot. <laughs> it's still just. Yeah, but the Bucks, the Bucks destroyed. They were one and a half point favorite at home against Toronto. They they Four won teams. by 30. Just shut your mouth. Hot take. All right, I, I need some advice here. <laughs> really good with advice. Go ahead. <laughs> this happened to me yesterday. Yeah, and it is sports related. Okay, and I'm not sure what the proper course of action is. All right, so I'm interested. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, 
daughter's playing the soccer game. Anna Catherine's doing the soccer. Great girl. She, where, she drew pictures for us last summer right there. Right, right. Yeah, nice, right. nice gal. Um, she's playing the soccer game yesterday. Right. Forward, midfield, defense. Which uh, so they'll switch her around. Okay. I mean, she's aggressive. She hit the post one time yesterday. She? she scores. Oh, she's very. Got, she got her dad's gene. In she's soccer. got her absolutely. Gotcha. She does. Playing a little soccer game. You know, th- these are like six to eight year olds somewhere at that ballpark. Sure. You know? And playing a soccer game. I'm sitting over on the side. I'm not one of these parents that yells or screams out instructions. You probably would think that I am that kind of parent. I'm not that kind of parent. Okay. I don't. I don't do that. Watching the soccer game, mm-hmm. and on the side of the field there's a little hill where it probably goes up on an incline at about, I don't know, 35 degrees or so, but it enables you maybe that if if you don't want to sit, if you don't bring a chair there to sit down, there's no bleachers or stands or anything. You can kind of sit in such a way that, you know, you could lean back and get a little support for your back. You know, it's almost like a, it's, it's like a natural chair, if Mm -hmm. you will. Mm -hmm. Anyways, I'm kind of sitting on the part just lower than the hill itself in the flat part. And I'm sitting for maybe a quarter. I'm standing for another quarter. Fourth quarter comes. It's a two to two game. A lot of tension. You know, there's it's back and forth. They're, 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 they're kind of yeah. going going at it as you normally get in six to eight year old soccer. Games. Right, right, yes. <laughs> and you you got parents, you know, hollering. You got this, you know, you got uh, different attitudes on the team, and the kids are kind of going at it a little bit. But you know, it's it's entertaining, very entertaining. I'm sitting there. And this is probably at the end of the third quarter. So mm-hmm. these are ten minute quarters, something along those lines. It's the end of the third quarter. I'm sitting there in the spot that I've been. The entire game. I, I, I've stood up a little bit. I've sat down for a little bit. I haven't moved an inch, though, outside of my personal space. Sure. Okay. And uh, a guy walks up. Older gentleman. He's older than me. He's got a chair. He's got the chair. You know, he's one of these guys. He's got the chair on the back. And he's got it. He's got the cover on the chair. It's a dark green chair. He's got it on his back. He's, you know, he's got a gray beard. Older guy. Yeah. He's a grandfather of sure. somebody. Sure. Now, I didn't hear him cheering for anybody. I didn't see him cheering for anybody. He kind of walks up almost oblivious to everything, okay? I'm still sitting down. I'm about five yards away from the sideline. He comes and sits really close to me. He's setting up his chair, and I'm, I'm just sitting there. He sets up his chair directly in my line of sight with the, f- the side of the field that, that our team is attacking, so he basically sits about three feet caddy corner between me and the goal in a okay. very uncomfortable position and in such a way where it's inherently obvious you're blocking my freaking line of sight. And, and, okay. and so, like, I, I'm, I'm kind of sitting there. Ex-wife is, is, is sitting over here beside me, and, you know, she's oblivious to what's going on. She's doing whatever. And, and, and the guy just just plops down like he owns the joint mm-hmm. to watch a game where I think he had no rooting interest. Like, I think he was there to, to watch the next game. What do you do in that situation? Because I, I'm not moving. I, I got my space marked. I got my territory sure, marked. Absolutely. This, this should be a friendly environment. I, I should be able to watch my team play. And you should not be obstructing my line of sight towards the goal in which my team is attacking towards. But yeah, that's exactly what you did. What I do, and I'm all right. What would you do? To be fair, I'm a little more abrasive in those situations than maybe most people. Okay, you're from Jersey. He doesn't touch the seat. I gotta say something. You, first. you say something. Hey, buddy, back hey, up. Hey, you mind just like going to the side a little bit? You know, I'm trying to watch the game. Move your stupid face. Maybe not go down the stupid face road, but right. just, hey, man, if you don't, you don't mind. This is what I did. Yeah. 
the guy starts setting up his, his little chair there. Yeah. Right. And I, and I just throw my hands up in the air like, are, are we serious? <laughs> I look the other way. I'm like, really? I, I swear I did. And I'm just sitting there. I'm fuming. Yeah. And I, I'm like, this should be a fun environment. This should be a lot of fun. And yet <laughs> this jerk has ruined the final quarter of my daughter's soccer game. So he sat down. He sat down and he couldn't care less, buddy. Oh, he owns a whole half of the soccer field. What I'm hearing is, you tucked your tail a little bit. You know, old Gramps was probably a little, a little bit muscular than you, a little taller than you, I guess. He sat down in front of you and said, that's where I'm sitting. And yeah. He, and you went, okay. <laughs> you said, all right. I tried to maintain my composure. Uh, you should have went off. No, I really did. <laughs> and and, and I, I couldn't tell him, like, is this, is, is somebody trying to punk me? Is, like, Austin Kutcher going to come out from the back? And they're like, oh, we got you when I start a fight with this guy. No, don't do it. Mm-hmm. I was totally perturbed with this thing. Totally. <laughs> and, and, and so I say this because, A, I'm never going to let this happen again. You should not. All right. B, I needed advice to kind of figure out what the right course of action mm-hmm. is. And, and and I'm still simmering. See, I'm still simmering. I can tell. I'm still simmering with this. And so, you know, we'll figure it out the next time. But make no mistake about it. You will never... Do that to me again, sir. Don't let him sit down next time. <laughs> <laughs> just say, so interrupt. Hey, I, you know, I, I need you to scoot over a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I'm just trying to watch the game. That's it. That's a, that's a reasonable explanation. That's reasonable. Yeah. I, I'm just You don't just, go with your stupid faces in my way. That's a little abrasive. That's what I wanted to say. I hear you. There hasn't been a single event that's occurred in my life in the last two weeks that's pissed me off more than what happened there. Has the Did the Jersey Mike's thing occur recently, or was that prior to No, that? yeah, that, that was like, that was months ago. Yeah, where the lady comes in, she's got the sheet of paper, she ordered seven different subs, there's three people behind her in line, and, and she's just hogging up the whole joint for like half an hour. I was like, I'm sorry, lady, I gotta go. I can't do this anymore. I can't do it. You just totally killed the momentum of this entire location. I guess more importantly, did did they pull out the win? It was 2-2? You're talking in fourth no, quarter? No, they, they were tied. They were tied. They, they tied to, to a piece. It was uh, fine. They came back from a 2 nothing deficit. It was 2-0. Uh, they came back. Um, she she was a goalkeeper. She made a big save late, so it was good. Great. It was good. Yeah, Glad it was to hear great. it. Uh, six, five, four, seven, six, two, seven. We'll get back to college football coming up in our second hour. Uh, if you want to talk about it with us, 654, Roar, David, and Seneca, don't say a word. Just yank the seat out from the guy before he can sit down <laughs> and just pull the okie doke. The guy goes to sit down. He just yanked the seat out and say, aha. Don't you ever do that again. Do it. <laughs> have him fall on the ground. I mean, that. That would tick you off, right? If you pull my chair out, no, 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 no. we're going to have more. If guy does this, guy does this. <laughs> oh, hey, yeah, absolutely. Hey, and, and you know what the issue is? Mm-hmm. I'm not nice enough in that setting to get him to move in a positive, uplifting way, right? Like, I'm, I'm going to say something, it's going to have a little attitude behind it. That's it's going to have underlying tones. You got to go with the edge with the buddy. Hey, hey, uh, hey, hey, hey buddy. Hey, God. God. If you don't mind. Like that's what you got to go with. I hate it when people call me. Hey, guy. No, 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 no. No, I'm not. I'm uh, no. My my worst is hey, boss. Hey, boss. What's going on? You know, like that kind of stuff. No. Boss. That's boss. okay. Hey, boss. If it's guy, you say hey, guy. Like especially with somebody I know. Like I, I met I met this one guy. I was friends uh, with a person I was with at the time, and he knows me. And he's like, hey, guy. No, 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 no. I, I never talked to the guy again. I'm like no, no. That was it. That was it, buddy. You can't do that. You can't walk up to me if you know who I am and we're friends say, hey, guy, no. Hey, guy. Yeah, no, I get it.
I would call that guy a guy. Yes, hey guy, hey 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 hey, back it up, buddy. <laughs> Boss, back it up. Hour two coming up. Stay tuned. Broadcasting from the Blue Ridge Security Studios, keeping our home court safe. We are WCCP, Clemson Greenville, 1055. The Roar. 